efflorescence. This is 7 Minutes of BS. Building science with a B. I'm Dan Morrison with ProTradeCraft.com. Efflorescence is basically salt that has dried on the surface of brick or stone masonry. And that is Sarah Gray, an engineer with RDH Building Science Laboratories. And that salt has come from within the masonry itself and has been pulled to the surface, and that's why you see it as a a white deposit uh, with that salty color and texture. The salt is carried by water and deposited on the brick when the water evaporates. The salt comes from the mortar and the brick. There are natural water-soluble salts in the mortar, and also brick has some minor amounts of salt from the clays that the brick is made from. And then when water gets into a brick wall, those salts can dissolve into the water. And then as that salty moisture gets pulled towards the exterior surface... Like when the sun beats on a brick wall, the salt is left behind as the water evaporates. However, if the salt is trapped just beneath the surface of the brick stone or block, it can cause further damage because the salt crystals will shrink and swell with wetting and drying cycles. And that is called called subfluorescence. And subfluorescence can cause the surface of the brick or stone to flake or spall off. Wetting, migration, drying, and deposition. But if that cycle isn't complete, the salt stay within the brick. Those cycles can dry to the point that crystals become large enough to damage the surface. Salt crystals that can't escape grow. And they can actually break apart the crystalline structure of the mortar. When the wetting comes from rain, the efflorescence and subfluorescence is manageable. But when it comes from the ground, it gets mighty powerful because the, the ground, ground will always, will always have some sort of moisture source. As salt is deposited and salty water lurks below the surface of the masonry, physics pulls more water into the punch bowl. You definitely get that wicking by either osmosis or capillarity. Pores in the masonry are small enough that they have a capillary suction that pulls water from the ground upward. Osmosis is driven by gradients from less salty to more salty, and capillary action is driven by the size of the tube. Capillarity sucks water into the brick, and then osmosis sucks up the salt. It all has to do with the the little pores and cracks within the masonry. Those are quite small. As you do the division and the math, that's why the forces are so great, because that pore size is so small. The thinner the space in which water can travel, the further up the water can go. This is one thing high up on a wall getting hit with rain, but it can get ugly where the brick is in contact with the ground. Particularly in a cold climate when they're, we're putting a lot of salt on sidewalks and driveways. Reason 541 to make your kid shovel the walk. All of this matters because efflorescence and subfluorescence can actually attack the structure of a wall, 
It also matters for brick durability. A few millimeters of brick sloughing off isn't necessarily going to impact the strength of the wall, but it can impact the durability of the brick itself due to the structure of the brick. Brick has a very strong outer layer called a fire skin that forms when the clay is in the kiln. If that fire skin gets damaged or completely disintegrated by the action of efflorescence and subfluorescence, then that brick becomes more exposed. Like the soft white underbelly of a brick wall. That inner body of clay, although strong in its own light, has a very soft or very porous body to it, which can then wick up more water, transport more salt. It's like a efflorescent snowball effect. Mortar is a key part of solving this snowball effect. It's sort of a sacrificial target, which actually draws efflorescence away from the snowball. Mortar does have a lot of natural salt in it. Calcium silicates, the calcium illuminates that make up a chemical composition of mortar are typically bound chemically and strong. But with excessive amounts of moisture, those bonds can break down. You get disillusion of the salt, which can then cause efflorescence. The other factor is that mortar is typically weaker than the brick around it. Because it's weaker, it's then more prone to destruction by the salt crystal. So one solution to saving brick from efflorescence is to use mortar. Huh. Specifically, mortar that is weaker than the brick, block, or rock. That's right. Mortar is much easier to replace and much cheaper to replace or repair. Another way is to prevent it in the first place by choosing brick with a low salt content. That can be done at the factory with tests to provide the correct formulation of brick. This trick works with mortar too. Use a mortar with a low alkalinity or low salt. Again, laboratory tests and formulations. And then as you mix the mortar with water, you want to make sure that that's a clean, potable or drinkable water. You don't want to use seawater because seawater certainly has salt. Aside from choosing the best materials, design can actually go a long way towards solving problems. Detailing the wall assembly in the building such that it's not exposed to a lot of rainwater. That could include detailing ledges, roof caps, flashings, windowsills, so they don't get water directly resting upon them that can then work through the body of the wall and dissolve the salt. Don't be a dope. Slope. That's why flashings are worth their weight in gold, really, because they help protect and deflect water away from the wall. Regardless of the aforementioned de-icing salts and capillary action from the ground, you can use a break between the bottom part of the wall and the rest of the wall. A flashing within the wall so that rising damp from that capillary action doesn't get pulled up to higher levels of the wall. If you need to retrofit a brick wall, it's difficult to install through flashing at the base. In that case, break out the shovel and dig, dig some, some soil away from that wall and put in a gravel fill. About a foot deep and a foot wide. Gravel doesn't hold moisture very well. If there's not moisture in the soil, it can't get whisked up into the brick, causing efflorescence. A little bit of gravel can make you look pretty smart. And that's what we're here for. Because you get paid for what you do and what you know. 
And the more you know, the more you can do. 7 Minutes of BS is a production of ProTradeCraft.com and the SGC Horizon Media Network.